what kind of is the career progression? What can someone expect when they get in, you know, entry level, let's say as a clinical trial assistant, you know, what, where does the career often take them? Um, I would say if you start out as a CTA, then your options would be um, move on to B, which most people do move on to the CRA role. Um, some, I do know some people that went on to like, um, the project management side of things. Um, I don't really know the, the career progression for that, but I know that um, some CTAs do move on to the other side and go to project management through a different route and they don't do the CRA route. Right. Um, but as far as the CRA route, it would be CTA, CRA, and then depending on the company you work for and what they call these people, you know, it would be like your project manager and then like the um, the project lead for all of the countries or the global or right. just depends on what company you work for, what they call it. Um, so yeah, that's the general progression that I would say um, is about accurate. Or you can do, um, instead of going to project management, you can do line management. Right, okay. Um, as far as you, what, what kind of interests you about the progression? I mean, I know a lot of people that just like go to CRA and then st they're like CRAs for like 15, 20 years. Um, I guess as senior CRAs is also, you make a good living doing that. What do you, what about, what about you? What do you think for yourself? Um, yeah, I know several CRAs that have been doing this for over 10 years. That is not my plan. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I do plan to, um, you know, eventually, whenever I want to start a family or something, um, this just, I just don't see how women, there are women that do it, but I don't see how they, you know, raise children and have a family and travel as much as we do. So um, I would say, you know, I would be looking to move out of the CRA role once that happens, um, whenever that happens. But um, just in general, for me, um, I... I'm not really sure what route I want to go because I'm kind of on the line of if I want to go into project management at all, just because I just feel like they just have no lives. <laughs> oh, you're exactly right. I mean, I came, I came from that world before I came over to the clinical side and you're exactly right. They have no lives. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I'm kind of um, I've seen like a couple of um, CRA lead positions, which I was like, you know, I think I may be interested in that whenever I stop um, traveling, um, interested in the CRA lead and right. then determining what to go to next from there. But I'm not really sure. Um, I'm still trying to figure that part out for myself. <laughs> right. We definitely you definitely got some time. Um so you definitely got some time to think about that. And yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's, like I know a lot of times in other professions, you, you've got to wait for your boss to leave or something to get a promotion. Or you've got to mm -hmm. wait for somebody to die to get a promotion pretty much. But it's definitely not like that in clinical research. Would you agree? Yeah, I would agree um, for the most part. I think as far as getting promotions while you're a CRA, it's pretty easy um, to get promotions while you're a CRA to the next level of CRA. I think when it becomes tough is when you try to transition out of the CRA position. Yep. When you try to go to those upper roles, um, 
I think it becomes tougher to get the positions because I spoke with um, a lot of senior CRAs and they just, you know, they're telling me like they're trying to get out of the CRA role, but there's not enough project management positions or there's not enough line management positions or some of them just want to stay as CRAs. Um, but um, a lot of the time they just tell me like it's tough to get a position um, in project management after CRA. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Because um... it's just a matter of whatever company you work for having that open um you know, project management position for you right. at the time that you're ready to transition. Cause they may have it a year before you're ready to transition or a year after you're ready, you right. know? Right. So it's just a matter of timing. Yep. And there could be like increased competition for it. Cause you know, a lot of these places do have project management training programs mm -hmm. um, in place for like the other people under the project manager, like project mm -hmm. coordinator, project specialist, mm -hmm. you know, whatever the title is, they all have different titles, but, um, they have like a development process for them also. Mm -hmm. um, so that that's interesting. So plenty of uh, space there on the ed, on the end to think about what you want uh, career wise. Um, but yeah, do you do you see yourself being in clinical research for a long time? I do see myself being in clinical research for uh, a long time. I say that I'm still trying to figure out exactly um, what I want to do because now I'm opening myself to um, looking at the business side and um, different things like that. So I'm also like looking into the finance aspect of clinical research mm -hmm. um so i'm just all over the place right now just trying to figure out like what area i want to go into um after i'm done with the cra role okay how about how about contract monitoring would you do that see i've never actually heard of that so i'm not even sure <laughs> you've never heard of a contract monitor no not a contract monitor oh wow okay. i've heard of i've heard of people that um like do the contracts in the beginning for the sites um is that what you are referring to no i'm talking about like a monitor they'll bring on like a contractor so they'll mm -hmm. pay they'll pay them hourly like oh for... okay yeah see i was thinking about i was thinking about like contract as money contract. got it got it got it um okay yeah no contract monitoring yeah um i've heard of um i know a lot about it and i know that they get paid very very well um when they're brought on as a contractor but um, just the other side of that is just the benefit side. So if I were to do it, I would just have to weigh, you know, not having the benefits and how much it would cost right. to go and get those benefits. And then you also have to set up your own like LLC and everything like that. And, you know, with the whole tax situation. So it would just be something that I would really have to research and you know, speak to somebody else that's done it. Mm -hmm. But I know a few, um, a few CRAs that I used to work with, they are now contractors. And um, so I have people that I can speak to about, but I know most contractors, um, they have like at least five years experience. At least, right? Yeah, it's hard to be a contractor unless you don't have a lot of experience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so definitely another, another option there for people. Um, I know a lot of people do like moving into the contract side. Yeah. Just, just because yeah. you do get paid every hour you work. 
Exactly. Door to door. Jeez. I can only imagine what some of those paychecks look like. <laughs> exactly. Especially especially if uh, if your study has you flying all over the place. Right. Right. Oh, man. Especially, imagine going east to west coast, just getting paid to like sit on a plane. Exactly. And I know some, uh, some CRAs that even did, um, went to different countries. Oh, so they wow. would go over, they would go over like a couple CRAs that I know that did contracting. Um, they lived in New York. And so they would go over to like London and he would go over to, um, where else did he go? He went to London and he went to Canada and... Um, he went to a few other places, but he could like, um, cause he went somewhere else where it was a different language, but he could speak the language. Yeah. So he was fine. There are opportunities out there and you, you, you could say something to this too. There are opportunities out there for monitors that do speak other languages to monitor internationally. Do you know anything mm -hmm. about that? Um, there's definitely, um, opportunities out there. I've, I see them on LinkedIn all the time. Um, I've actually like just looked up some in different countries just to see like, you know, what the, you know, what the job area is looking like in those countries. And they have a lot of just as many, maybe not just as many as the U.S., but they have a lot of CRA positions open. For sure. Uh, but you do have to speak the language. And a lot of the times um, what will trip you up if you're coming from the U.S. is knowing their uh, local regulations. Right. So if you don't know their local regulations and you can't speak their language, you're not going to get hired. Right. You know, um, now, obviously, it would make it easier if, you know, you speak the language, but you still have to know their local regulations. Because I, I have a few um, ex-coworkers that I know interviewed for positions in other countries, but they didn't get it because they didn't know the local. They didn't know enough about the local regulations.